nostalgic time capsules. Welcome to 9021 Here We Go, the podcast that takes a look at each episode of Beverly Hills 90210 from Fox to the CW. I'm Kendra Mickles, and I'm seeing these episodes for the first time. I'm Nick Gunning. I've seen them all, and I'm ready for another go-round. Ready for more. Yep. You can find more about the show and others like it at our network's website, radiomeanwhile.com. Other shows on the network include Is It Classic, Does It Rock, where we pick a band or artist and go through their discography album by album, track by track. They most recently finished a, a Jimi Hendrix run, yes, which they was did. a lot of fun. Gave me a better appreciation for Jimi Hendrix. Did it? Yes. Right. I, I didn't, you know, yeah. it was just like... Jimi Hendrix, but now it's like, oh, I actually like this music. Early in his career, he was opening for the Monkees. Oh, wow. Well. And, they, and they, <laughs> finally they were just like, this is crazy. Let's just stop <laughs> doing this. So, anyway. Three Nice Things, where we force ourselves to say three nice things about a movie with a bad and often earned reputation. I'm scheduled to be on this, where we talk about the Marlon Brando, Val Kilmer, Island of Dr. Moreau. Yes. So it should be a I've good... I've never seen that. Should be a good, terrible time. Radio 64, <laughs> featuring video game music remixes, hosted by Dusk vs. Week, and previously on X-Men, where we look back at X-Men comics, movies, shows, characters, and more. Share your thoughts on this and upcoming episodes by following us on Twitter at HereWeGoPod, and please rate, subscribe, share the show wherever you get your podcasts. This week we'll be discussing episode 214, the next 50 years. All right. West Beverly Blaze? Take it away. I'm an investigative reporter for the West Beverly newspaper. This episode originally aired November 7th of 1991. Not a lot going on in the beginning of November 1991. Okay. But the two, the two things I found, on November 12th, Full House had its 100th episode. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was when the, the twins were born. Oh, Nikki and Alex. Mm -hmm. Yes, big times. The, the best part of the... No, I don't know. <laughs> were you, were you <laughs> a Full House, were you a full house fan? Uh, I, yeah, I think okay. I watched it a lot. Now it's just kind of like... Like, I like it, yeah. but it's Sugary the sweet. same, yeah. Yeah. Have you watched Fuller House? No. Okay. No. All I didn't right. think I'd like it. Hmm. Um, this this was something that I had no idea happened. On November 7th, Magic Johnson retired from basketball because he um, was positive for HIV. Yeah. Uh, which apparently was a big deal. I it was. I remember this very. Do you? I remember this very specifically. Because well, I was reading about it because, like, at that point, it was just white gay men who right. had uh hiv yeah. and aids and he was neither of those things right. so it was uh yeah it was a yeah. big shocking well yeah thing. i mean it was i think at, at that now i don't remember like all the context because right, i was yeah. eight years old right. but like <laughs> you know i think at the time it was something that was like it of course was a huge huge thing in the 80s where right. you know, it was being talked about all the time but you're right only in very specific like at the time you would probably say a specific subculture you yes. know and this was just so mainstream and mm -hmm. just like out of nowhere and it was also not something that like you talked about right. like not something that was one of the first yeah. sports people yes. to, and to... so it was just kind of like you just didn't know what to do with that information right, yeah. and I remember like even as a little kid being like what <laughs> So yeah, wow. I mean, this was. Well, like, I, I had no idea yeah. about that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Okay. All right, that's all I have for right. for the blaze. So sure. uh, let's go beyond the zip code now. All right. Well, the role of Scott Scanlon was Douglas Emerson's last before quitting acting to pursue college, and eventually uh, he had a career in the U.S. Air Force. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Prior to his work on 90210, uh, he worked pretty consistently. He appeared in many classic shows like Alfred Hitchcock's Presents, The Twilight Zone, Night Court, and The Wonder Years. Uh. I could see him on the yep. Wonder Years. I know. Yeah. He's got the look. <laughs> All right. Well, Nick, who's living in Beverly Hills? Let's, let's do it. 
Our synopsis is, on Scott's 16th birthday, his mother gives Donna and David the responsibility of rounding up people for his birthday party to save it from being a social disaster. All right, well, uh, our guest cast for this time is... uh pretty thin um we have we have some recurring guest actors who popped up again matthew lawrence as mel silver Mm -hmm. makes another appearance denise dows as miss teasley and of course christina lee as emily valentine uh Notable for this episode would be Jenny O'Hara as Mrs. Scanlon, Scott's mom. She's worked consistently consistently since the late 60s. She's been in a million things. Yeah, I know. For me, I instantly was like, it's Dot from the Mindy Project. Well, I had to look it up, but as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, it's Dot. Yes, from the Mindy from Project. From the Mindy sure. Project. Um, but really, she's been in many, many things. But Mindy Project, and also she played the role of Berna on Transparent. Those are some more recent credits there. We also have Greg Finley as Mr. Scanlon, Scott's dad. He's known primarily as a voice actor. He's done a ton of uh, Robotech. Uh, he did some voices for Garfield, the Final Fantasy franchise, Lilo oh, and Stitch. Wow. He's all over the place. Huh. Uh, but that's it for this episode. All right. Well, should we it. get into this scene episode? This is uh, this episode made me real yeah. sad, real real sad. But let's get into it. So yep. we start uh, with an assembly. Uh, they're they're outside. There's a choir singing. It's mm-hmm. not a bad choir. Yeah. Like, at first I was like, they're only singing in unison. This mm-hmm. isn't hard. But then you they got split impressed. into yep. harmony. Yeah. It was pretty good. Yeah. David is, of course, filming everyone. Yeah. Um, what it, It's an assembly for their unearthing yeah, time capsule. Yeah, they're a opening time, a, a time capsule. A 50-year-old time capsule, yes. Okay, so that's, that's what they're doing. Andrea wants to go to Citizen Kane with Brandon. She bought these tickets oh months yes. ago. And he, guess what, can't go because yeah. he's, what is he doing with Emily? He just, just going on a date just, like, with Emily? Plans. I'm like, change your plans, ass. No. He she, had, <laughs> she bought these tickets months he ago. He agreed to go. And, and then, he agreed to go. Yeah, I have no excuse Lame. for Brandon here. Lame. He's, he's dressed very fancy in this. Yes. He he's wearing like a blazer with like a, like a well, crest I think, of arms, yes, but a coat I think, of arms. I think on it's it? because he's like, like they're officially for the newspaper. I think is why he's a little fancy. You don't buy it. I don't buy it. Okay, I don't buy it. I thought it was weird. Brenda and the gang uh, all give like a little sound bite about yeah. about what's going on, and they uh, for David on yeah. the on the thing. He's like, yeah. let me film you for the video or whatever. Scott is like standing in the back looking on Scott, sadly. Scott whose hat gets bigger every episode. I <laughs> it is, swear it gets It is a very episode. big hat. But he's kind of you know in the background and then he comes up and tries to talk to David yeah. and David just kind of like brushes him off yeah. and is trying to 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 film uh this gang of people that he, you know, wants to be a part yeah. of. Later on It's very sad. I thought that that scene with Scott was like heartbreakingly the, sad. What's the actor's name? Doug Scanlon. Okay. He is No, Doug Emerson. He's yeah. very, very good at he the is. like sad yes. just like you just feel for him this yeah. whole episode. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, so later on, Scott's mom, at first I thought it was, a, I was like, who is this weird lady calling to David? But it's, it's Scott's mom. Yep. And she wants to throw a party for Scott's birthday um, and basically puts the whole thing on David. Yeah. She's awful this whole she, episode. She's terrible. She's awful. Yes. Um, so basically puts it all on David to get people to come to the party. Which is like Saturday. It's very soon. Yeah. It conflicts with a big dance. Yep. It's days away. And Scott doesn't have a ton of close friends. So that's, you know, already going to be, and David like already feels like 
I'm like, yeah. I'm not his best friend anymore. Yeah. I shouldn't really be doing this, but he feels obligated to do it. So later, I don't know if it's like the next day or something. He's trying to get people to come to this party. No one wants to come. He tries to invite this girl who was like Scott's girlfriend in the fifth, fifth grade. grade yeah. uh, she doesn't want to come. Uh, she comes back later in the episode too. So that's kind of important. Yeah. Um, and he sees Scott, uh, or Scott comes to the booth yeah. or, or something, yeah. and he invites David to go out to dinner. And on his birthday. On his birthday. Yeah. And David says no. Yeah, he's like, I assume because he's planning the party, I and he really, has to be at the party? To me, I thought David was still on the fence about whether or not this party was going to happen or not. And but he he's was, definitely at the party. He so. is. He is. But I think when Scott's asking him, he's. I think he's genuinely being like, I, I don't know, man. You know? <sighs> But I, what I don't understand is, like, why don't you just say, like, let's do a birthday lunch? Yeah. Something. You know what I mean? Say like, anything. say absolutely. Or, or, like, can we Make do it? Any kind. Can I we mean, do it Friday night? Can we do it? He's very. She is very pushy. She I mean, is. she doesn't listen. Yeah. So. No, she doesn't. But there's no reason why Scott needs to feel that David doesn't right. care about yeah. him. Yeah. David can at least. You know, yes. even if it's in the context of a surprise party, which I'm not convinced is David's motivation here. Yeah. But even if that was it, you still take some steps to make sure that your Agreed. friend doesn't feel Agreed. bad. Just you do know? it. It's his yeah, birthday. Right. I know. <laughs> Crazy. Ugh. Okay. But I mean, it is madness that the mom is insisting that the party conflicts yes. with the big dance. It's yeah. crazy. It's- it's crazy. No one would, even if he had best friends, yeah. they'd be like, "Yeah, that's the dance. That's you know. the dance. It's that night. So David, after he says no to the dinner, he gives Scott control of the radio show. Yeah. Tells him to play whatever he wants. Which is cool. For his birthday. Yeah, yeah that's nice. And so then David goes to find uh, the gang and ask them, beg them to come to this Basically, party. Basically, yeah. Donna says that she will go. Yeah. Um, if the others go, Donna, though, But she's kind of like... Well, Donna's pretty into David at this she point. She is, but so, she's still a little ambivalent about going to this thing. Yeah. So, but but she does kind of take it upon herself to help David find people yes. to go to this party. Yes. And uh, they, they kind of talk about it. No one wants to go. Mm-hmm. Again, just go. Right, I know. <laughs> but... But I don't but, know. but also, I think if it was a normal, if it was just like a regular old Saturday night, people would kind of be like, whatever, and they yeah. swing by. But he's asking them to skip like this major school yeah. event. Yeah. I mean, I don't know that I would like skip a, a dance yeah. or like a homecoming thing to go to this party, even if it was like one of my best but friends. But then you know? later on when they leave the party, they don't go to the dance. That's they go true. to the peach pit. You're right. So <laughs> yeah. maybe, I don't Who know. Who knows? Anyway. All right. So then we're at the party. Um, there are, Everyone's wearing these teeny tiny green cowboy hats. (laughs) I love those. I love them. (laughs) Pretty funny. So it's basically David and a bunch of kids. Yeah. And then his, and then Scott's parents. Scott's parents. So I don't know who Scott's out to dinner with. Not his parents. Right. Or his family. Right. Who is he eating dinner with? Good question. Yeah. I don't know. But he pulls up later in a car with whoever he's with. Yeah. So there, so Conrad is his dad's name, right? Okay. So there's, a kid, I don't know, his cousin or something. He's got a younger brother who's there. I'm oh, okay. Sure. He's got a younger brother and a sister, but they don't. Well, really get I don't much. think this kid is the brother because he's saying he's he's talking to Conrad about his his gun. He oh, says, right. "Oh, I hear you have a new gun. Yeah, and can we go?" And shoot the gun, yeah. and Conrad's like, "Well, it's not a toy. Yeah. Like, we're not just gonna go and play with it." So. <laughs> They think Scott's coming, but of course it's not. Yeah. It's like Brenda and Dylan, right. and they like almost ruin the surprise. They walk and, in and, and everyone yells surprise. Mrs. Scanlon's very angry about it. She's like, very you're angry. late and you're ruining the surprise. She is very She's angry. She's a mess. She's yeah. a total mess. So then they come in, they turn out the lights again. Outside, Brandon and Emily walk up. 
it, the house is dark and they realize too late that they and the surprise hasn't happened the surprise yet. hasn't happened yet but scott pulls up as they with his are mystery there. dinner yeah, guests with whoever yeah. he is with yeah i really think they could have run and hide i think they had, yeah i think they had time definitely, definitely. to do it but they kind of just stand there um I wrote here, Scott is the most goofy kid, he is. but it's like, like a cute goofy, He's very you know, endearing. Yeah. very endearing. That's a, that's a good, that's a good word. Um, so he walks <coughs> up and is like, what are you guys doing here? And then everyone just like pours out of the yeah. house and they're like, surprise. Yep. Um, Scott's mom is, blames David for all of this. Like you invited people who are yeah. late. You don't, later she asks him, where's the spoon? She's a sloppy mess. I do- Sloppy mess. So David is is really like she kind of tells him off, like oh, I don't know about this party you yeah. you did for Scott. Stupid idiot, David. So Donna comes out and David kind of lets off some steam about like it's not my fault he doesn't have any friends. Yeah. Like we tried to get people to right. come, and of course Scott is standing yeah. right behind him yeah. and hears all like classic. Yeah. Uh, hears all of that. Yeah. I mean David's saying basically like if you and I weren't here nobody else would have come because yeah. nobody cares about Scott. Yeah. And. Yes, he hears the whole thing, which yeah. is, again, it's tragic. Which, it's so rough because, like, that's just the way the situation is, and his mom has made them right. come. yes. So it's, like, not Scott's fault. I don't know. It's, yeah. It's a, it's a horrible situation. Have you seen home movies? No. Sorry. Okay. If you've seen home movies, audience, there's a <laughs> there's a episode where they go to this kid's birthday party, and the mom is very similar to this mom. Okay. The the kid is is not similar mm-hmm. to Scott at okay. all. But um, it's it's one again one of those things where the main character his the mom is making him make a video. Okay. For and but he's not friends with him. So <laughs> anyway, it's it's funny. Go watch home movies. That's a good show. (laughs) (laughs) So everyone comes back in and his mom brings out the limbo stick. Yeah. Going to make everyone play limbo. Yeah. At at which point everyone is like, we're going to leave. We're out. We're we're done. Yeah. We're going to leave. Steve doesn't hide it at all. No. Some of the others are kind of like, but Steve's like, like, this sucks. I hate this. (laughs) This is the worst party. Steve out. (laughs) Um, So David stops everyone from leaving. Makes everyone stand in a line. Yeah. And then tries to get everyone dancing. Yeah. He says, like, we need to teach yeah, Scott Scott's how a bad to dance. dancer, so we're going to dance. And cut, you know, and then they dance. Brandon and, does not dance. No, he doesn't. Thank goodness. Does not Weirdly, dance. Weirdly, this dance line works. That's yeah, the thing. It's, it's like, as soon as it Brenda, starts. Brenda, like, goes for it. She She's does. dancing on Scott. I know. She's dancing on David. And there's, <laughs> there's one point where Scott's just kind of like, and Brenda and Kelly are just, like, grinding him. Happy birthday, Scott! Yeah, uh huh. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and they're genuine. They genuinely seem like seem like they're having. I think they're having fun fun in that moment. The the mullet kid is there, his cousin or whatever. Mullet kid. I wrote, "Who is this mullet kid?" Cuz Brendan dancing on everyone. I said that. Yes. And then uh, after the song ends, Miss Scanlon announces cake. Yeah. And she goes. Yes, oh, she you, goes to missed, put. Okay. We missed an important segment oh, did here we? because okay. Brenda, Brandon, and, and Emily yes. are like, let's let's you know, and they sort of disappear from the dancing. The impression that they're going to make out. Yes, yes, which which they do. Yes. So before cake, Mrs. Scanlon wants to put the younger brother in pajamas. Yes. So they go in his room to do that, and Brandon and Emily are on the bed, hardcore on making the bed. out. Yes. Yeah, making out. Yep. I mean, they weren't laying down; they were yeah. just sitting there, yeah, but that's still true. in the dark. That's true. Making out. Um, so, so she then 
kicks them out right. of the party. Yeah, they gotta she, go. She, like, makes mm-hmm. them leave, which then, of course, makes everyone else leave. Right. She's just so oblivious. She is. She's yeah. so oblivious. Yep. Um, so they all are like, let's go to the Peach Pit. They don't invite Scott right. to go. He's, like, standing there. They don't invite him to come. Yeah. Until Donna. Donna's like, you could... Well, even then, she only says it to David. Yeah. She's like, you could come. And he's like, no, I guess I'm going to stay. Like, yeah. I'm going to stay. And Well, Scott Scott has another tragic line where he's like, it's fine. I know you'd rather be with your friends. Yeah. And the thing is, he's so genuine. He means yeah. it. He's not, yeah. tra- he's not trying to be passive aggressive. No. He's just like, He's it's just fine. like a nice kid. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So David, st- <laughs> so David stays at at the party. Everyone yes. else, everyone else goes. Uh, again, Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Scanlon, they're looking for matches right. to light the cake. He, she blames David for yeah. that. She's yeah. like, David, there's no, ma- no I don't matches. see any matches. Yeah. So Scott says he will go find matches. Yeah. So he goes to, I guess, his dad's study, Office, whatever, whatever yeah. and he goes in the drawer and is looking for matches, but he finds a gun yeah, instead. Yeah, a black pistol. And, and this connect, because we know that Scott has been into guns yeah, lately. he's been trying to get this David to This has been brought up several and, times. Yes. Um, so he's, like, looking at the gun. Finally, they make David go find Scott. Yeah, they find matches, and so, like, go tell Scott we're ready. Yes. Um, and David walks in. And Scott decides that he's going to try and look cool. And cowboyish, yeah, basically. And starts spinning the gun yeah. around his finger. David keeps yelling at him to stop. Yeah. Um, but he ends up the, shooting the himself. Gun, the gun goes off yeah. and you just, it's its like a slow-mo on David's reaction. Very impressive acting from Brian Austin Green. It is. I got to tell you. It is. I think both Douglas Emerson and Brian Austin Green nail their performances in this episode. I agree. I agree. And then it just cuts to the memorial. This was one of the most shocking moments on television. I'm so mad that this was spoiled for me. I'm, I'm heartbroken so about that fact. Mad from the first. Because I really think I would have gasped. The pilot really loud. of this, I've been like, "How can Kendra not find out?" Because you've asked multiple times on this, like, "What happens to Scott? I, and why I is have. why is Scott not in the group yep. pictures?" And I'm just kind of like. <laughs> Yep. But the stupid synopsis had to ruin it. Well, no, what happened was this episode is nowhere. Right, that's right. Can't fi- you yeah. can't find this episode anywhere. Yeah. So I was looking around the internet trying to find it, and I yeah. just, I mean, it was impossible not to see. Yep. So, yes, that was a bummer that that was broke, because I really think I would have been like... yeah. Yeah. yeah, but anyway, yeah. it was still like building up to because yeah. I knew what was going to happen. I was like, oh, yeah. So yeah, so we cut to the memorial. The choir is back singing a, a sad song this time. They're singing a I didn't write down what song they're, they're singing. Remember. An actual song. Oh, nice. Um, and it's kind of just going around to you know the gang and seeing how they're reacting. Dylan says he didn't. He doesn't even know yeah. who who we're talking about here. And Brenda has to be like, you know, Scott. Yeah. Like. The guy you defended right. in the pilot or right. the episode two. It's Dylan. It's Dylan's debut. Is yeah. Is the first like the first time you see Dylan, he's standing up for Scott. Yeah. Not because he's Scott, just because he's being a nice guy. So yeah. I actually really liked that bit of writing because like, why would Dylan know this person? Yeah. Why would he know his name? Yeah. Like, just because they've had a scene together, doesn't mean I just thought that was very realistic. Yeah. And Dylan's saying like, oh, I thought that was Scott. Yeah. Like, I just I, I thought that was a really nice touch. Yeah. 
Um, Kelly is complaining that she has the flu during the memorial. Yeah. This is her thoughts, yeah. that she's sick. See, but I think that's good. I think a lot of these reactions I thought were really good because they were so natural. Well, I think know? that's like the point yeah. that we get to later yeah. is that, you know, these, I don't know, they didn't really care about Scott. Yeah. And now he's gone. Um, so Steve kind of throws it back at her and says like, well, you're doing better than Scott is yeah. <laughs> even though you had the flu. Um, Scott's ex-girlfriend from fifth grade yeah. finds Donna and she's really sad that she didn't go to the party yeah. and that she like hasn't talked to him in years and that she kind of blew him off. Um, and the memorial ends with the principal saying like their counseling is open mm-hmm. and people want to talk. Mm-hmm. And um, this is happening at school. I didn't, I don't think I said that, but um, so is there anything else that I missed? From no, that I think scene? I think that's basically it. You're okay. just getting the sense of people's reaction to yeah. it. Yeah. Later, Andrea and Brandon are arguing about they want to. Andrea wants to. They want to put something in the paper, but Andrea wants to make it more of a, um, the dangers uh, of guns yes. in the in the home, right? Um, because there was just a loaded gun in, right. in the desk. Yeah, and in, Brandon in a, wants to make it and more. Keep in mind too, like Scott is not the youngest child in this house, Mm-mm. and it wasn't a locked. I mean, it was just yeah, right there, just so, right there. You know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, and Brandon wants to make it more about like who Scott was right. and like his life and things like that. So Brandon basically, I mean, Emily is like, you shouldn't, you shouldn't go to the funeral. Like his mom hates us because right. we were making out at the party, but Brandon insists mm-hmm. that he go to the funeral and like cover the story. Right. And, uh, it, later he wants to interview David and everything. So at the funeral, Oh, so they had asked David to say something at yeah. the funeral, but I think he said no. Like mm-hmm. I think he got out of that because yeah. he didn't he didn't want to say anything. Um, and but so again, David feels he feels weird here. Yeah, because everyone's like your best friend died, and yeah. he's like yes, but also like we weren't very close anymore. Right. right. So he and he talks about a weird dream he had. I forget what happened in the dream. I forget. Do you I remember don't, no, what I happened in the I dream? Okay. Well, he's telling Donna about this weird dream he had. Oh yeah. I don't I remember. remember. I don't remember it enough, but yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I don't know. I wrote, it's not you, it's Scott. That's what he kept saying when he woke up. Mm. Like, I think he, he dreamed that he had died, but then he woke that up. he's in the coffin. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And, but then he woke up and he had to yeah. reassure himself and yeah. that made him feel mm-hmm. guilty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he really. Is, he is in a weird place. He yeah. really is. Because. And I mean, Scott definitely could have shot yeah. David. Right. Like. I mean, he was flipping the gun yeah. around, so yeah. it was it was possible too. But yeah, it's it's weird. And then, of course, Mrs. Scanlon comes up and it just hot mess. Yes, and she just keeps she's dragging David around and introducing him as his bestest Scott's bestest 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 friend in the yeah. whole wide world. Yeah. That's like the word she uses. She just she puts it's so irresponsible of her how much she puts on David throughout yeah. this entire episode. Yes. She puts everything on poor David. You yeah. know. I was really glad that, that David's dad, that Mel was in this, because I think you really needed that. He didn't really do much. It was just like yeah. one scene, but mm-hmm. like you needed to see, you needed to see a parent yeah. for David. Otherwise, it yeah. just wouldn't have, wouldn't have worked as well. But. Agreed. After the funeral, we have a little scene back at the Walsh house between Dylan and Brandon. Yeah. Um, where basically Brandon's like... I should, I should have died several times mm-hmm. and I haven't died. Right. And they kind of were like, well, what does that mean for, yeah. like, why did Scott die? What does that mean? 
little little conversation there. At school, Dylan and Brenda are asking David how he is, then Scott's asking David how he is. Like, Steve. I'm sorry, Steve. <laughs> Steve is asking David how he is. Um, and, like, everyone is just like, Steve, how are you? Steve's how the one. Some, he gets asked a lot of questions that are, like, not cool. Steve asks... What, did you see the gun go Yeah, off? like, was there blood? Was it creepy? Yeah. There's a lot of inappropriate Yeah, Kelly questions. says, was the funeral creepy? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, just I wrote love. both of those down because what what kind of question is that? Again, you got to remember, like, these are 16, 17-year-old, yeah. like, rich kids who yeah. don't have a context for this, and they're just, like, saying things. Yeah. I thought that was, like, gross questions to ask, but I think, like, absolutely what teenagers would be asking. Yeah. So His teacher, Mr. Chapman, who... Is his history teacher? Yeah, or the well, I, principal. He's, he's somebody. He's the one who was like overseeing the the time, time capsule, capsule project. Yeah. So he kind of gives him a little pass on. Yeah. He was supposed to be editing the footage. Right. Um. So he's like, oh, you, you know, take your time mm-hmm. with that. And Brandon asks if he can interview David. And then finally, Donna's the last person to see him. And at this point, David's very like. You know, yeah. I I need people to yeah. stop asking me how yeah, I am, back, yeah. and so he kind of yells at her, mm-hmm. and you know, is like everyone needs to leave me alone. Andrea and Brandon uh, are going over their article, and she's reading it and you know asking mm-hmm. what he thinks, um, but he is just looking at Emily and not paying attention to anything she's saying. So, yeah, I think that was all. That. Mm-hmm. At home, Brenda leaves Emily and Brandon alone. So they're all at the house, but then she goes off somewhere. somewhere. Yeah. And so they're kissing on the couch. They sure are. We need a more intense they, word for their yeah, kissing because yeah. it's not regular kissing. Yeah. No, it's not. It's, <laughs> no, it's not. It's intense. So then Brandon stops the kissing to talk about how he feels he feels guilty for like being happy right. and making out with his right. girlfriend when they should be sad because yeah. someone has died. And she's like, we're alive, though. Yeah. So then she says, there's only one thing I want to do before I die. And then they start kissing again. So are we supposed to... Are we supposed to think that they I, yes, did it Yes, I after think that? they do. I think they do have sex. Okay. I think that is the implication. Do you think they here. have at this point? Or was that the first time? I think that was the first time. That's what I thought too. And not a big deal was made of it, but no. I do think that that's that's what you're supposed to get. Yeah. I've got to say, as much as I don't like Emily, and Brandon's had a lot of girlfriends in this show already, I do think that these two do have chemistry. I have given Emily the benefit of the doubt up to this point. Okay. So hang in there, I'm, Kendra. <laughs> I know. I'm just. I want to say that now. Yeah. So yes, yeah. I know you have. You've you've been on Team Emily. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't say that. Okay. But I would say I didn't hate her guts. Okay. Uh, so school the next day, mm-hmm. David's dad drops him off and yep. they have a little conversation in it's the car. It's a nice scene, I think. It is a nice scene. Mrs. Scanlon is at school. Good. Again. Yeah. Why is she there? I don't know. I guess just to see David, but yeah. she wants him to come by the house to get some of Scott's stuff. Scott? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right name. Yes. Kelly asks David if they can do dinner on Thursday. Mm-hmm. So again, just more people like, yeah. you know. Treating him, treating him weird. Well, because, suddenly they care. Suddenly yeah. they care about the situation. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Mr. Chapman suggests letting someone else edit the video, mm-hmm. but David's like, no, like, I want to do it. I'm going to do it. It's my video. I should do it. Uh, and then he yells at Donna again. Mm-hmm. Poor Donna. She's just trying to be nice, and he, he yells at her yeah. again. But I think she kind of understands yeah. that he's lashing out, that it's not about her. Yeah. 
Andrea is mad at Brandon and very openly jealous of Emily. Mm-hmm. That's all I wrote here. I don't know what happens. But Brand- anyway. Brandon's openly jealous of Emily? No. Andrea is very openly jealous. Oh, of well, I think they're yes. just in the in the yeah. the newspaper and she's just like, "Oh, this isn't where she storms out." I Andrea think. has a really good moment in this in this episode. Is it this moment? It could be. I mean, there's a point where she really I'm almost at the end of this, okay. so. Well, yeah, there's there's a scene with them where Andrea really like is tired of being pushed around and really like stands up for herself, and I was like, "Good for you. Good for you." So, this is this is probably Must where that be is. It. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't it's, write that, I mean, so. with, like, we know what this episode's about. It's really hard to, like, yeah, separate, I know. like, w- the main... I it just is. want to talk about it, but anyway. It is. At... Okay, so then we're at Scott's house. Yes. And they're in Scott's room. Miss Scanlon and David are I, in Scott's room. Usually, I think the production values on the show are pretty good. Scott's room is ridiculous. Do you remember this? <laughs> no, it I didn't really look. It looks like a tiny black box theater. <laughs> it's so small. It looks like a showroom in like a department store. It's horrible. And <laughs> I have to go back and look. There's an open window behind him, and it's completely white. Like, completely white. So, so huh. either they're in some sort of temporal nexus, <laughs> I, I or think, there's just yes. no... <laughs> Yeah. That's... So it looks ridiculous. So yeah. right away, this scene, I was kind of like, okay. So there, she's looking at pictures and is like, yeah. oh, remember this. Oh, remember this. And not listening to David at all. No. She just keeps like throwing, yeah. like, he's oh, like, you should this. take this. I don't want this. You should this. take this. Yeah. He's in, yeah. Apparently Scott's favorite holiday was the 4th of July. Yeah. Though that. He's been big into fireworks. We've established that. Yes, that's so, true. You know. That's true. So. Finally, I didn't write much here, but finally David is just like, yeah, you need well, to stop. You're not, you're not listening. listening to me. You're not listening to me. And he doesn't want this stuff. And, you know, really, really kind of lets she her have it. She tries to give him his Christmas stocking. Yes. Very strange. It is really strange. So, I don't know. Finally, he is just like, what, what does he say? He says something about what does that have to do with me? Yeah. Like people, here's, I don't know. Here's the I, thing. Here's the thing here. Because I think... A, a grieving parent who's just lost a child in this horrific way can kind of act however they want. You yeah. know what I mean? But I think that if she would have been a reasonable person before, right. you'd ha- give her a lot more leeway here. Right. But because she's just been a complete like lunatic this entire time, being you know being pretty inappropriate with David as far as like putting so much responsibility and shifting all the blame on him before anything's even happened, that yes. like. She's just doubling down on it afterwards. So it's like any of the good wills that she might have, you really lose because of the way she acts at yeah. the top of this when she doesn't have an excuse. Right. Right. Um, I'm really impressed with Brian Austin Green in this episode. He, yeah. This, very in good. In this segment, too, he's really good. Yeah. Very good. So she she's kind of just like, fine. Yeah. And just take whatever you want. Yeah. yeah. And, and she leaves. Yeah. So at school, David is editing the, he's at school early. He's yeah. editing the video. Um, and Donna here kind of tells him off yeah. for like, yeah. I don't know, Good the way, her. the way she's, he's treating her. Mm-hmm. And I wrote here, I cannot imagine editing a video on that computer. I know. I yeah. can't. Yeah. Where would you even, I don't know. How would you even do sure. it? I mean, he must be like actually like cutting tape. Yeah. Like he's splicing I, tapes together. Yeah, I yeah. guess. I, I don't know. The lost art. So after Donna leaves the room, he continues to edit and he finds a video of him interviewing Scott in the hallway about the time capsule. Which Scott had mentioned 
early on that he had fun doing the man on the street yeah. stuff and yes. wanted to do some more. And now we're actually seeing that footage. Yes. Um, and it's it's really cute. Like it it's, is cute. Like it's them just having like fun and being being dumb together. Like Scott is and... being genuinely very dorky. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's it's not meant to be like, oh he's so cool, he's so funny. No, it's like no. he is a dork. But yeah. David's reaction to it in the video is to just kinda of lean into it. And yeah. you see there the friendship that they had like in the early days of the yeah. show. So yeah. it was a nice video. It was a good use of it. It was good to just like have the have the traumatic incident and then get a little glimpse of Scott again. I think it was just story wise helpful. Yeah. Agreed. Um, Andrea just wants Brandon to be her friend. Yeah. So I think earlier was the part where she, like, leaves the office and he's uh, like, what's yes. wrong? Yes. And she's like, it's just hard to see you guys together. Right. Which I think is interesting. Like, she's basically telling him, like, yeah. I have feelings for yes. you. This is hard. Yes. I'm, I this guess... This is the part I was thinking of earlier. Okay. This is where she, like, she really makes a stand, you know? Yeah. She's she's like, look, she's your girlfriend. I know that. But, like, just be friends with me. Like, yeah. don't be a jerk to me. Right. You know? I think that's... And I think that's what she meant when she was saying, like, it's hard because they're such good friends and yeah. now he can't... He's but not I, hanging out with her as But much. I think it is a little cards on the table, too. I mean, I think yeah. I think we're now acknowledging the fact that Andrea has a thing for him, yeah. which he knows yeah. and is not sensitive about it. Agreed. You know? Agreed. Which, I mean, Brandon's not sensitive about anything, no. so it's not really surprising. No. But Brandon then goes to interview David in the recording, the yeah. radio booth. Brandon's been trying to, like, sit down and talk to David about this, and David's been kind of putting him off, so... He's catching him now as the show is going. Yes. And he asked David for a memory of Scott, like just asking for any talk yeah. about talk about Scott. And David um, is he's pretty, pretty mad. Yeah. And he like stands up and he accidentally turns on the microphone classic, classic. and has and just, you know, has this whole rant basically yeah. saying like no one cared about Scott when he was alive. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know. Well, so what else does he say? Well, he starts. He starts by saying, like, you want to know about Scott? He was an idiot who blew himself away. Yeah. Like, he really, you know, yes, talks about right. how he stupid that. that is, you know. Yeah. And then he goes on to basically say, you never cared about him. You never really cared about me. Mm-hmm. And now suddenly that it's like a drama, there right. you are, you know, and where were you when, like, you could have been helpful. Right. Um, which I, it's a little misplaced, but I we're going to wait until the, we okay. talk episode wrap. But yes. anyway. Okay. So, and, and Brandon then, tells him, like, everyone can hear you. Yeah. And, and he, David's like, he doesn't care. I don't care. He doesn't like, care. this is what's going on. Several times. Yeah. He, he's like, I, I don't care. Right. That everyone can hear. Um, but he basically ends it by saying, like, what, what matters is how you treat someone when they're still here. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't matter what you say about him now that he's dead. Which I guess, I guess is the point of the episode. I yes. think you distill it down to that line. But I want to talk about that okay. when we're done. Okay. Um, so then after, after this whole thing, David comes out of the, the booth and the gang is basically like, you need, like, talk to us about yeah. your feelings instead right. of, you know, blowing up mm-hmm. on the air. That would be, that'd be good. So David goes to Miss Scanlon's house and kind of a- apologizes and yeah. gives her, um, the video mm-hmm. of Scott. I yeah, guess. yeah. I think okay. it's just a whole time capsule. The whole video, time but capsule it's got, theme. It's got okay. all the Scott footage, in and it. she uh, also gives him something and says yeah. that we don't see what it is, but she said Scott would want you to have this. Yeah, he'd be so happy that you wanted it. Yeah, yeah. Um, the gang, they but before that, they like David's like I didn't really. What does he say? Like I didn't get a chance to say goodbye. Say goodbye. Really, to, like, mourn it. Yeah. Um. So that night they get go to the school yeah. at night and they side note on this. 
They look fantastic. <laughs> Everyone in this scene looks great. Nice. So nice. Continue. Um, they bury um a time capsule of their own in Scott's memory, <laughs> yeah. which is like, like a trunk. Yeah, it is, but it's also like an inch below the dirt. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> A good Little rain. rain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Wash that away. That's, you're going to find that instantly. Yeah. Um, so they, they each put in something different. Yeah. Um, Andrea puts in a floppy disk, yeah. which she says will be an ancient artifact in 50 years. Yeah. Which, <laughs> sooner like, than that. More like five, sooner sister. Um, so everyone, I can't remember what everyone puts in, but David puts in what Mrs. Scanlon gave him. pulls it out of a bag, and yep. it's that comically large, it's like, the Burt cowboy Reynolds hat. hat. Yep, yep. It's puts, a big hat. It's funny. Puts it in there. Uh, and they bury it, and then they each light a sparkler. And this is a really cool uh, shot, yeah. I think. It, like, goes around and mm-hmm. um, looks at them in the light with the with yeah. the sparklers. I mean, they're basically pouring one out for Scott because yeah. he loved 4th of July. He loved 4th of loved... July, yeah. and I thought that was that was a really good yeah, I thought ending it was too. To, the, to the episode. So that's it. Okay. That's the episode. Well, I assume we both have the same 90210 snap Oh, yeah, I mean. The, the he, gunshot. Right. Okay. Couldn't be anything else. All right. Let me... Usual questions. Did you like the episode? Would I ever want to watch this episode again? Yeah. No. Okay. But I thought that there was some really good acting in this episode. Yes. Um, I, I have very mixed feelings about this episode because I think... In a lot of ways, it's a very like well-produced hour of television. Yeah. I think the performances... I don't really think there's a single performance in here that I would critique. I think yeah. everybody... Even even Scott's like sloppy parents, I think, yeah. are very believable in that yeah. way. I think you could make those characters to, to really... Because we've never seen them before. Yeah. This is the first time. Yeah. So I think you could have made them big and over the top to really kind of drive your point home. But I thought that um, Jenny O'Hara's Mrs. Scanlon, I thought that she got it just right. Yeah. You know? So I think... Douglas Emerson is probably gives the best performance he's given the whole series. Agreed. Honestly, yeah. And I would think this is a step up for Brian Austin Green as well. So I agree. I think, I think in that way, yes. But here's my problem with this episode: I don't think that it has a point of view. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, I have my suspicions, and like, don't take this as gospel. This is just like what I think watching this episode. I think that the plan was for Scott to kill himself intentionally. Well, that's that's what because it feels the like is going to happen. Episode, the entire lead up to the incident and all of the aftermath is as if he picked up that gun and was like, "Screw it." Yeah, because every it, that's what it feels like. Because, because this, everyone is like awful, and he doesn't yes. have any friends, and this party yes. is terrible. Yes. So that would have been awful as well, but it would have felt it would have felt like it went. But then they change it to an accident. Yeah. So. We're dealing with, with like ac- someone accidentally yeah. shooting themselves. So gun, you know, yeah. guns that way. And then we're also dealing with. They weren't mean to Scott. Like they weren't bullies to They're Scott. They're not his so friends. So I don't know what they were supposed to learn. Right. Like they weren't. They weren't intentionally mean to him. They, he's just not their friend. Right. So they, you know, I don't know. But that's see, that's the thing. I think that if he did it on purpose. Then their reaction could have been more like, this was somebody who was at least in the orbit, and we yeah. just never paid any attention. Right. We never, you know, like, there. that's something to react to. The fact that, like, going to the party cost them nothing, but they right. made sure that he knew that they didn't want to be there. Right. You know? Right. They could have just gone for 15 minutes why and said, hey, we they, can't stay. Why but, do you, you know. think they didn't go that route? I, I mean, I think having a, a child 
intentionally shoot himself with a gun on like network television in 1991, I don't think there's a world in which Mm. that would have been allowed. And I think that even this probably took some conversations. Yeah. You know, but it seems to me like, and again, we're just guessing. We don't know. Yeah, true. But this episode screams of of an editorial change and a pivotal part because I, I think that if you're going to do it so it's an accident, you have to restructure the entire episode. I don't think anything about what happens works with him accidentally shooting himself. Yeah. So... I agree with that. I think it's a real mistake because... There should have been more about, like, I don't know, like, gun safety. Yeah. But they make it all about David and right. his, you know... David's guilt. Right. You know, and even, even the rest of the gang feeling weird about it. Yeah. But that doesn't really... I, you just the guilt doesn't make sense if right. if Scott didn't make a decision because it's a, it's it's a stupid accident and right. so like what it says about that character of Scott and the characters surrounding him just doesn't jive with how everybody's acting so right. I I mean ultimately I think that this episode doesn't work because mm. of that yeah I, I get think, that I think I think that they just needed to go back to the drawing board. Yeah, it could it, have been done better. Yes, because, for sure. Because even the episodes in this season leading up to it, where he and David aren't really connecting, and he's making Scott's when he comes back from Oklahoma, he's weird. Like yeah, he's he's into the guns. He's just very oblivious to David's feelings and and David being uncomfortable with the guns. It doesn't register on him at all. Clearly, story wise, they're leading to this. Yeah happening well yeah and i i like that it connects because like we did we had that whole thing with the guns we had this the scene last time with them in the bushes having Mm -hmm. like a good little moment before you know this episode so i i appreciate that it all like connected really well just not the uh execution i think they layered it to be very meaningful and impactful and instead it just is sloppy yeah it just doesn't work so I think that's really unfortunate. And we'll have to see in the coming episodes what happens next. Because, yeah. like, if there's many things they could do. Like, yeah. this could this could greatly impact David. And we could see, like, a very different David. It could change his dynamic within the group where, like, the others kind of learn from it and are more open and nicer. Or it could have a similar situation that we had with when the Ash family was here mm. and suddenly like we've all learned about race and then the mm-hmm. next episode all those characters are gone right yeah so you know i don't i don't really remember the aftermath of like a, where this goes story wise but i don't know really how they're going to handle it because of the way that internally the episode deals with it right so i'm i'm impressed with the performances i'm disappointed with the episode agreed what do you think of Scott as a character? I don't know. Because I, before we started this, like, I remember, I remembered Scott because, I mean, he's there for, you know, what, 30 episodes, yeah. something like that. I mean, I, mean, I thought a, it was fun when he and David were, yeah. you know, having their thing. And so I think that's a, I think that was a good element of the show to have, like, levels. Yeah. You know, it's like you had the super cool, then you had, like, slightly younger I could see where maybe towards the end of the season they were struggling a little bit with, like, how do you mesh those stories? Yeah. Um, And then 
in in season two, you know, when Scott's downgraded to recurring. But I don't think that had anything to do with Douglas Emerson. Like everything I've ever read said that he didn't enjoy it, didn't want to be on the show anymore. I've never oh, really never read a conflicting report oh, okay. of that. I don't think it's that they they were like, let's get rid of this character. It's not working. Right, yeah. I think it was just Brian Austin Green was really digging it, and Douglas Emerson was kind of like, ah, yeah, you know, yeah. So I think that like. From the original plan, it really makes sense because originally there was no Dylan. So, mm-hmm. like, clearly the best friends were going to be, like, Steve and Brandon. And then you're going to have, like, a, a lower subset with David and Scott. And like then, a Freaks and Geeks thing. Yeah. And then I think what happens is you bring you bring Dylan in and suddenly Steve is, is shoved off to the side. Mm-hmm. So rather than David and Scott, like, getting a storyline that goes through, you, like, take Steve... And you pull him out of like the the A plot with Brandon, and you put him in a dumb B plot with, with David, David and yeah. Scott, mm-hmm. and so like it throws off the Steve character. And I think the trajectory that David and Scott were on, based on the pilot, where they're trying to sort of like David's trying to pull Scott along to get in with a cool crowd, they just end up becoming like a weird like comedy trio. Yeah. And I think by the end of the first season, they're kind of like this isn't working. And it just kind of derails from there. But I really think they just couldn't recover from changing the initial plan with like Luke Perry coming in yeah. and that shifting everything. So Luke Perry. I think that I mean obviously <laughs> we're, we're better off with the Dylan character. <laughs> oh but yes, they didn't, much better. But off. they didn't just like with this episode. Once they made a, a very prominent change, they needed to do a lot more tweaking than they did. So ultimately, I think they just painted themselves into a bit of a corner, and a character that would have made sense was suddenly out of place. Yeah. So, but I liked him a lot more this time. I yeah. I always remember, and it's just kind of like we have the Scott year, and then blah, you know, and then, then I I never on. didn't like Scott. I always thought he was funny. This rewatch, I didn't. I I liked him a lot. I mm-hmm. thought it was. A, I thought he was a he was a good character. I thought he was a good addition to the overall crew because a lot of times he would just kind of be like, "What yeah. are you doing?" Like, but yeah. He was kind of the the voice of reason, but I think there there was some conflicting. Things with Brandon too, because it's kind of like the Minkus to the right. Topanga, yes. Sean, Corey. Yes. That's yeah, that that's a good pull. But I think that because Brandon was supposed to be like the folksy, like you know, like average guy, yeah, and that also put Scott in a weird place. So I think the writing failed the character, and then they just didn't know what to do, and so they decided to go out in this big way, but then got kneecapped by yeah. probably the constraints of what you're allowed to do on TV, right? So. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad we decided to do this episode on its, <laughs> on its own, own because, yeah. <laughs> because it's a big one. Yeah, it is. It is. All right. Well, next week, we got a pair of Emily episodes. Oh, yep. Are you ready? Yes. Yes. So next week, we have episode 15, Euphoria. I can't tell you how long it took me to realize <laughs> that that's just Euphoria. <laughs> it's spelled letter U, number yeah. four, E-A. Yeah. If you were going to have Euphoria as a license plate, right. it would yeah. look like this. Exactly. But... And episode 16, My Desperate Valentine. That's right. You excited about these episodes? Nope. Nope. Okay. Nope. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, join us next week as we discuss these, and uh, that's going to do it this time around. Yep. 9 Kendra? 2 one. Here we go. Here we go.